101. From Boston, Massachusetts to Adelaide, Australia, and everywhere in between. Talking local and national sports and just about anything discussed in a tavern. Broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan. Welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom. We are back midweek at the Speakeasy. Wait, welcome back to Michigan. Oh. Did you come home a Republican by any chance? Uh, not a chance. Uh, not a chance. Um, uh, for those that you don't of you that do not know, I uh, I went down to the. Um, I won't have a, much of an opinion to say <laughs> of the state of Oklahoma, and I uh, took part in Rocklahoma down there in Pryor. Uh, it was a three day rock festival. Uh, it was three days of a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I will never be able to unsee. Yeah, I, uh, from the pictures that you showed, um, it almost looks like it was uh, like you wanted your bachelor party and bachelor party to be there. Um, uh, I'll just say you take Walmart, you take Menards, Menards, you take Dollar General, and you and Waffle House, and, wa- and yes, you got you got yes. have to include Waffle House. I agree, that. Waffle House as well. You put them all together, and and that is pretty much the uh the clientele that was taking part there was uh a large man in this assless like looked like a female bathing suit uh but by any chance did you ask him where he got that at i steer cleared from there (laughs) well i have no idea Uh, i don't really care to know uh but on the other side of it he attached a probably a a 10 inch dildo and when we first walked by him, did you, he, me- did you measure it? Well, I mean, eh, give or take. Uh, <laughs> when we first walked by him, he turned around. I'm like, whoa, oh, it's a dildo. I thought he was his his, his uh, junk was hanging out. But you had uh, a lot of women walking around topless that shouldn't have been um, a lot of fishnet. And uh, now, you know, a place I went to a long time ago that used to have that all the time. Heath Beach. <laughs> Heath Beach was yeah. known for that. Oh yeah, no, what it's uh, clean water or something now, but it I'm telling you it was uh I posted 3 days of craziness pictures on on my Facebook. It w- it was uh people watching was was probably more entertaining than the actual show. Um but yes, it was it was one for the memory banks. Um one I will never forget and a place I will never go to again. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like that's a hot tourist attraction. But uh, no, to, I mean, it was 100 degrees two of the three uh, days of the show. And, and to beat the heat, um, they have a little thing called watering holes. Um, so like freshwater streams. And uh, yeah, we went to one. It was, it was pretty interesting. Um, there was about, I don't know thousand people parked alongside this watering hole and it was it, it was a whole nother world and um yeah uh, I, i'm good with never going to oklahoma ever again <laughs> somebody's seen your pictures on there who says your grin was priceless <laughs> i'm sure it was oh yeah but hey while you were gone i held the fort down i felt i uh, i held it down while you were yep. uh, mingling with the uh walmart and everything like that oh boy 
uh, old Big Tear chimes in of Woodstock revisited. I'm sh- I'm sure it was, but they probably had better music at Woodstock than the crap your son listens to. I digress. Yes, uh, there was some people there that looked like oh, there was an old lady sitting next to us. Uh, was she crocheting? She was she was sewing. While her husband, so we're sitting at this picnic table. Was her husband dressed as Santa Claus? No, her husband, um, uh, literally, we sit down. We were kind of shading the whole day. Um, So he brings her over to the spot by where we're at. Um, And about two hours later, he walks over and says, I've been looking all over for you (laughs) as he sits on the table. Did he eat any (laughs) mushrooms while he was out and about and forgot where he was at or what? It looked like he might have been... had his face under the tap and just just let it go so he goes to sit down probably had to to deal with her oh yeah and you know what she probably gave him a ton of grief no going to that concert no, no, no. probably probably at home i can't believe you're making me go to this concert <laughs> she sat there and every couple minutes she would look up and then so he goes to sit down on the picnic table next to us and uh he falls off the table. <laughs> did you did you pick him up he got himself up and then says, hey, I, it, the who's playing here, right? The who? And we're like, well. The who? The, yeah, the, there's a the band called The Who. They're the H-U. <laughs> he goes, not not the British who, the Siberian who. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> they're like. Um, we'll have to look them up. Yeah, they do this these like Gregorian chants, and they're like five Siberian, like monastic monks or whatever the hell their music is uh nfts we uh we left early that night now you you gave me like a thumbs down when uh if you told me steel panther was going to oh, be there that yeah. they played and everything like that and, and interesting you happen yes. to run into the lead singer we're, at the tulsa airport on the way home yep, but we're, um, we're sitting at the airport why didn't why don't you like steel panther i'm not an 80s hair band guy i i but you listen to seven dust they're not 80s hair band. They actually are very talented. <laughs> Derek comes on and says, <laughs> it was like a flying J and an orgy <laughs> got together. Hey, do not. Yes. I'm going to tell you right now, if you and I want to remain friends, you don't ever knock the flying J. I've, I've the flying I, J truck stop. No. <laughs> it's like the, it was probably like the Love's truck stop or something like that. Oh, but man. yeah. So we, uh, the Steel Panther band. And uh, about 10 minutes after their flight left, uh, here comes a couple members of Chevelle walking through, which was was interesting to me because Chevelle played Friday night. So they stuck around Oklahoma for the whole weekend. Because they probably got paid in a little bit of money and a whole lot of drugs. Not Chevelle. No. You sure? Yeah, they're they're kind of nerdy. And I, I don't see them being that. Well, way. you didn't think that way of Creed when. Uh, well, yeah. When he fell out of the window. Yeah. T.I.'s T. found him laying in the bushes. Yeah. 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 So, so I, while, I, while I was here holding down the fort this weekend, uh, managing to watch as much uh, college football as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell you right now, Michigan State looked damn good. They yeah. looked damn good. I I turned it on um, after we got back to our uh, tiny house uh, after Friday night's show. And I, I was shocked to see they were up by two touchdowns and, and what an unbelievable gutty performance by Kenny Walker. The third um, first off show of hands, big, uh, big 10 player, player of the week show of hands. Did anybody see that coming? No, I, I, you know what? And, and here's the thing is 
last year I I felt Mel Tucker got a bad deal with with Coach D just getting him walking away from the program. He also gave Colorado. He a also bad did deal the same too, thing so, to Colorado. I mean, it, so <laughs> it was kind of like you know he stepped into a bad situation, but he also left the college in a bad situation mm-hmm. in the same same way Mark did. But um, yeah, kudos to him. I mean he's he's got him playing some good ball. It's going to be very interesting to see how it pans out through the rest of, uh, you know, the rest of the season, as long as his running back stays healthy, but, um, they, no, they look good. They, I mean, they look damn good. I don't think anybody, expected, they came prepared. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody expected them to go to, uh, Northwestern and, and, and do what they were able to do. And, and you know, I was shocked. Yeah. I mean, I, I had no idea that it would have been like that, but, um, I mean, especially it, with, with you, Northwestern being, you know, back to back West champs. Yeah, but you, but it goes to show you they they lost they lost yeah. some. You know, they did yeah. they lost some. Sure. Um. So it'll definitely be interesting to see how they how Northwestern they mm-hmm. rebound back after this loss. Yeah, Fitzgerald is uh he's a gritty coach and he seems to know how to uh, tug on the right strings of his players. He'll he'll get them back in the tip top shape. Just looking like that West is going to be wide open most of the season. <clears throat> yes, for sure. That, but in the West, Iowa. Iowa, thirty-four there. to six. Yeah, yeah. That um, that definitely was a bit of a shocker. Yeah, and uh, Penix came out. He didn't look great. He didn't look great at all. But you know, Iowa's a difficult place to play. Well, they it's got those, a, those kids yeah. looking. It's, it's a difficult know. place. That right there, that kind of just tugs on the old heartstrings a little bit. But yeah, <laughs> come, that's a, that's a tough place waving. to play ball. <laughs> it is. It's it's an advantage, Hawkeyes, for sure. But now Michigan, Michigan looked really good. Uh, a, a bit of a shaky first quarter. Yeah. Um, I don't know anybody knew what to expect. Like we've said on the show previously, zero expectations. So we got to um, one of the local uh, drinking establishments in Pryor called hookers bar and grill uh surprisingly very nice place very nice place unfortunately they had the boomer sooner game on huh? they had about 25 tvs in the bar and they were all wired together so you have i i asked okay, the lady i asked i said hey quick question uh, I said, can i get one of these tvs on michigan and she says oh sweetheart uh I don't know what she did. She wired all these TVs together. So whenever OU's on, all the TVs got to be on the OU games. But we could put the game on after OU game's done. I'm like, ah, the game will be over. So I watched the Michigan game on my phone sitting at, at the table and uh, uh, enjoyed what I had, what, what I was seeing. I mean, after that first quarter, they seemed to really uh, take off. Ronnie Bell with probably the worst call. Um, yeah, but you know, <laughs> one-handed like, grab, they call him yeah. for, for an interference, but which is, if you, here's the thing is you, you watch that play and I, I, I'm not a big, huge fan of replay because when you slow everything down, it's not, oh, sure. it's not, it's not game yeah. speed. Right. Uh, you know, we can look at it from different ways. Did he push off? Yeah, that, but yeah, like they the, were hand checking each like, other, like like the, like the very next play, the next possession, same same thing. Same thing nothing that didn't call, yeah, and he exactly. scores a touchdown. Yeah. And then shortly thereafter, on a punt return, uh, which was an unbelievable punt return, um, 
his leg gets caught up and he goes down and uh, doesn't get up. Unfortunately, he's done for the season. Uh, torn ACL. He was looking to have a huge season. Uh, the senior, I don't know, leader in the locker room, uh, kind of the go-to that's, guy that's for, a, for that's a huge McNamara blow. or that's McCarthy. A, that's a huge blow for him. It's it's a big blow. Uh, but fortunately, I, I'm assuming that he'll he'll get another year of eligibility, so he'll be able to showcase his talent and and maybe uh, get a job in the NFL here in a couple of years. But big big loss for them, not only on the field but in the locker room. And um, you know that's a young team, you know, offensively. But you know the the offensive line looked good. Blake Corum looked good. Who's coming in? I think he put on about 25 pounds of muscle. Yeah, he's on the real off good. season. Yeah, he's looking real good. I think he's with. With Mike Hart as his coach, I, I'm looking for him to have a big year. And uh, Haskins, I, I, I like their backfield. Um, I think their hole might be at the tight end position. Um, and then who's going to take up for the receiver? It's it's tough to say, but uh, you like to see them, what's 42-7, to seven, I think, or 42-14 was the final against Western. You like to see them put away. The teams 47-14. You like to see them put away the teams they should put away. Uh, this week coming up against Washington, I think two weeks ago, it it, it might have been a lot closer, the point spread. But Washington had, takes a bad loss at home against Montana. Yeah. So now Michigan's like, I, I think, seven, seven points. points. Yeah, yeah, they're seven-point so, favorite. So Michigan, you know, if they play like they did last week, and they got to keep their foot on the gas, they can't let it up and and you know michigan's biggest issues lately have been you know inconsistency and and if they can keep pushing um i like them to come out this weekend and, and get back into the top 25 no i yeah and i agree with you it's like hammer down throttle it mm -hmm. you know you know beat the teams that you're supposed to beat and beat them handedly like you should be. What, what, I'm not. And no, and I'm not saying that like Western Michigan was a cupcake team I mean, or anything like at that. Three years ago, they were. You know, they were. Yeah, in, wouldn't they have PJ Fleck? Yeah. yeah, I mean, they were. But you know, I'm not going to knock them. You know, the, those smaller schools like them, they they come to play these big sure. games because it's a big payday for that's, them. That's that's their and that, Super Bowl, and that, and that pays their you know that pays their their athletic program for the year. What I like about um, that game was they bring in McCarthy. And their game plan didn't change. They kept they kept at it. And the play he made in the fourth quarter where he scrambled all the way to the right sideline and he let it go all the way to the across, left hash across, across the, field. the field. It was in the air for 55, 60 yards total. Um, if that's what the future is for Michigan football, I, 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 I like it. I, I think we could be in good hands for a couple of years. I do like McNamara. I think he looked good. I mean, he didn't have to be, uh, he didn't have to win the game. It, it didn't fall on his shoulders, which is good. But um, looking in the future, I, I think it's very bright for Michigan as long as as long as you know they can keep him upright, and that's the key. Yeah, the issue. I mean, yeah, it was a fantastic pass. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take that away from or I thought Orlovsky. Those, those are the those are the passes that you're like. You do not throw across the field like that. Those are no nos. He ended up throwing it, completed it for a touchdown. Hey, that's fantastic. Yeah, but it was against Western Michigan. You if you go and but you his play first against action, but you say, but he does something like that against an Ohio State yeah, they're not, or like yeah. that in Iowa, mm -hmm. a team like that. Yep, they're going to pick him off. But it's he, it's going to be totally different. And it's no disrespect sure, to Western at sure. all by any means. But 
those passes that you do, everybody was happy that he did it. It was a it was a sixty, almost a seventy yard touchdown pass. Yeah, that's great. However, <clears throat> you cannot make those throws mm-hmm. against higher rank right. and, and better teams. The, the, you can't. The DBs aren't going to be out of position like like he was. And but I like the vision where he kept his he kept his eyes downfield yeah. and he was able to spot that little window he wasn't like he was he was like not like he was looking for the the dump off yeah, yeah or he, take off running exactly yeah, he he saw the play and it's he and, awareness and he yeah he had the arm strength you know and he's a true freshman did you know, so. did you know that he only lost two games in his high school career like <laughs> went played down at IMG and, and they didn't they didn't really come on now <laughs> um i see qb1 chimed in over there for uh a uh, jelly roll his buddy uh go check out jelly roll um if you're into like kind of like a country hip-hop with a little rock behind it um great great live presence um <laughs> uh good story qb1 was telling me a little bit about him great story uh get behind him jelly roll it sounds funny he jelly looks roll. funny check like him a don't like a donut jelly roll oh he's he's a, he's a large man so go check him out so yeah so we were you know you and i were talking before the show and everything that you know two of the things that we see uh come out of the first week obviously it's some you know key injuries to two teams obviously michigan losing ronnie bell mm-hmm. But Minnesota lost their rusher. They let they pretty much lost the rushing attack. Their season's yeah done. They're they're absolutely done. done. And uh, Abraham, yeah, yeah, that's Muhammad Abraham. Yeah, yeah that's he's, he's out. Um, he was he was dominating he was, in that game. Yeah, he was. And you know, and in OSU, CJ Stroud didn't look very good at the beginning of the game. He didn't. He, he didn't, but you know, towards he started getting comfortable, he, he, got yep. his feet under him, everything like that. What will he get away with that against, you know, some upper echelon teams moving forward? Or was that just well, his first against, career start yeah, I, I, on the road? It's going to be interesting. On the road at Minnesota. I mean, you know, it was a raucous crowd and uh, making his first start. I mean, following Justin Field, that's not an easy task. Uh, filling yeah. those shoes. Um, shout out to Pops, uh, Terry, and Andrew Latin's uh, uh, hairless Buckeyes. and <laughs> the, um, the Bucknuts. And uh, so, I mean, it's it's a tough tough shoes to fill, but he picked it up in the in the second half, and they went on to, you know, we win pretty convincingly, like forty five thirty one or something like that. So, yeah, forty five forty five thirty one was the but score. It was, it I was, mean, I'm not gonna. Yeah, it was tight, real tight. Yeah, I tell you right on. now, if they didn't lose their, you know, they didn't lose the running back, it, we'd probably it, be talking about a different game. It could have been. We, we been. could be talking about a different game. Game of the weekend. Uh, Penn State going to Camp Randall and taking out the Badgers. Um, Dude, they looked like garbage. Wisconsin looked like absolute. You think uh, Mertz, Mertz, little big head, being the first player to uh, sign an NIL deal. Um, he didn't look good, and Chris made a lot of mistakes. Play calling. Now I for, I forgot who did he get his deal from? Was that um, he's selling? Um, He's selling like uh, Avon, like, like his logo. Oh, it's always oh, trade <laughs> trademark logo. Yeah, okay. he's, he's got a logo and he's putting, um, you know, he's selling it on his Instagram or whatever. So it's kind of like our hats. Our logo goes on hats, but we don't sell them. Right. We give them away to people when they come on yes. the show. Yeah, that's because which it's, we, it's we, because we are 
we're we're big time. We're unlike the OC who you know charges for their merch. You know, we give it away. Yeah, it's just, you know, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Table for two, you know, table for two over here. You hear that, George and Pat? You hear that? <laughs> Which reminds we me, give, we give we we give guests <laughs> give it away hats. <laughs> give it away. If somebody called and said, "Hey, can I have a hat? Send me your dress," and I'm not going <laughs> to charge you four dollars for shipping, and I'm looking at you guys. I'm looking at you. Tom's looking at you there too. Yeah, quit being cheap. Yeah, <laughs> the OC. <laughs> now I love the guys and everything like that. They got some pretty nice hats. They're but li- they're a little bit nicer than ours. But, but oh well. Going back to that game, uh, last possession with <laughs> clock management was terrible. Um, they Penn State made a big stop. They call a penalty. They get a fresh set of downs inside the five, and I mean, Penn State's got their secondary's got to be one of the top five in the country. Um, uh, it's Porter. Porter, he used to play for the Steelers. His son, Joey Porter, Joey Porter Jr. or the third, or whatever. He's he's a man. There, there's some good cover corners. Made big plays. Had a big sack with like third down, fourth and a fourth, fourth and long with like six, seven seconds left, and he threw an interception. Ball game. I mean, it was just defense. An old school Big Ten defensive struggle and um not a good showing for wisconsin i mean i i had them winning the west outright and starting the season off i i think penn state is a team you, you look at as you know what they they're not to be messed with they didn't look very good offensively but when you have a shutdown defense like that all your offense needs to do is not make mistakes so yeah james franklin uh, and I've said this for year. I mean, it's been years since removed, but you know, he came into a pretty tough situation and it was sure decent coach or whatever, but I just, I don't think he's not, I don't think he's going to be that guy that's going to just kind of elevate him to the next level. He, he doesn't get them where no, they no, need to be. He, he's got them to a certain point. It was kind of the way I can relate it to is like, um, who, Rick Carlisle when he was the Pistons yeah. coach. He'd get him he, he right there. He took him to the edge. He'd get him right there, and they're like, all right, Larry Brown. Penn Bronx. State did win a Rose Bowl. They're like, all right, come on, bring him in, you know, type yeah. deal. You know, and that's the thing is, you know. Sometimes but, that other voice. There, there's other coaches I can say that about too. Jim Harbaugh, he's that guy. He's never going to elevate him more than the, what they are. I, think, I hate to say it, but I think that's what it is going to be. I, but, I, however, I did hear that they pre- he pretty much got the free pass to be – be how we used to act so he might get crazy well i mean he needs to he needs to, he needs to get show crazy. a little bit more emotion and he needs to take that white white polo he had on he looked dumb on the sidelines the first thing <laughs> kelly said he goes he's not wearing he's not wearing khakis yeah. he's wearing blue pants uh, well lululemon's probably got him uh um set up nicely yeah so. i'm sure yeah so i got a i got a uh does the does the speakeasy sponsor bowling teams? Well, I'll tell you right now, if if you provide, I'm not buying shirts, but if you provide the shirts, I'll provide a logo. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, uh, is, but is, then he's like team. T- no, I'm not sponsoring any team on, on Tuesdays. Is, uh, uh, the entrepreneur, uh, looking for, uh, if, if anything, we should be asking him for sponsorship, <laughs> right? The entrepreneur. It's kind of a big deal. Wait, we have to, we did probably have, we'd have to change our, our, our audience more of the, 18 and up uh and talk about illicit things but what's new on the, on the ph this week so um so i, I kind of jotted down a little bit um you know how i how i would rank 
um, the Big Ten after the first week, and you know, according of everything. So fourteen, Illinois. Illinois is zero two. They looked. They lost to Nebraska. Looked absolutely terrible. No, this, Illinois beat Nebraska. Are you sure? Yes. Illinois beat Nebraska. It was the twenty eighth they played in week one. I must be like, yeah. You know what? I Jesus Christ. Well, that chance that fucks everything up. But then they lost this week, so yeah. So they're one. They one. still suck. They lost Peters. He got hurt again. You know, and uh, so Illinois, and then I got Northwestern at thirteen. They mm. they just, they don't they don't look good. They don't look good. Minnesota. I got Minnesota at twelve, just because going forward. Well, they, they lost the run game. They lost the run. They game, lost the run game. But they have an experienced quarterback. Um, yeah, and 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 well, their their defense didn't look so hot, but that's probably fair to put them right around there with no no uh, run game anymore. Nebraska at eleven. I still think Scott Frost is an absolute fraud. Well, I would put them. I well, and that's I the thing is them, I I think I read it wrong yeah. when I was when I was looking at records and everything like right. that. I was actually looking at scores. Well, see, it was it, <clears> so. It was, if, so realistically, I can honestly probably take Illinois and Nebraska and just flip flop. Flip flop. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was deceiving because they played last week, and then this week as well. So. Oh my God, George Jackson! Hey, you know what? This is my opportunity, Mister Jackson, because uh, Todd McShay is taking a leave of absence for health reasons. So therefore, did Mel Kiper kick his kick him in the ass? So here much? you go. So I. I'm gonna step in and I'm gonna I'm gonna take over for Todd McShay, oh. just for Big Ten though, nothing oh. else. You know what he's gonna do? He's you know what? I don't buy that. You know who his good buddy is? Who? El Presidente. Oh, Portnoy. Yeah. You watch McShay ends up at Barstool. Think so? Yes. So I got uh, Nebraska at eleven. I got Rutgers at ten. I mean, even though they they took Temple to Poundtown, but it is Temple. It, but and also is Rutgers. You yeah. know that's a that's a bit of a shocking win for them. So we got that one. Uh, we got um, I got Purdue at nine. Uh, they won over Oregon State, yeah, which is I mean not bad. So I got I got Purdue at nine. I got Indiana at eight. They um, didn't they didn't look good. I know, but you know what though, and this is where I got them ranked going forward. You know where I see them kind of progressing. Yeah. Um. Wisconsin, I got Wisconsin at seven. Wisconsin just did not look good. Do I think they're going to bounce back? Sure. For sure. They're going to bounce back. Uh, Penn State at six. I got Michigan at five. That's I got, fair. I got Michigan State at four. I think Michigan State's going to surprise a lot of people. And me being a Michigan fan and saying that Michigan State's going to surprise some people, it takes a lot for me to say mm-hmm. something like that, but they'd look damn good. Uh, Maryland. I got Maryland at three. Wow. I got Maryland. Uh, uh, dude. Tunga Viola is going to. Uh, is he going to. He looked good, man. He looked good, and they played West Virginia. That's a that's a legit football team. Uh, yeah, and they won. They won by Decisive. six. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it, he looked. He showed signs last year, Tunga Viola, uh, and he got hurt, which was unfortunate. But you know, he's gonna he's looking to outdo what his brother was able to do. But I don't know if he'll ever get there at Maryland, but <laughs> he he looked good though. Um, I got Iowa at two, and obviously OSU at one. And I got Iowa at two because they're going to win the West. Uh, if they play like they did last week, yeah. uh, there's no reason. Yeah. But Big Ten's, you know, it's a tough season. I I don't think it gets enough credit at, as as it should. I mean, there's at by when it's all said and done, there's always five or six teams in the mix. And so we we got some I got some halfway decent feedback here. Indiana looked like they could have lost 
to Rocklahoma. <laughs> That's yeah. probably true. They would have got diseased. Yeah. So. PJ Flack uh, is a walking Tony Robbins ad. Thank you. Roll the boat. Thank you. Roll the boat. Um, Derek, uh, Derek came in said Maryland will be giving everybody headaches. I agree. Yeah. They are going to give he teams is, fits. He is an Ohio State type of quarterback uh, who has the ability to take off running and he's got an electric arm. You, 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 you have a hard time trying to game plan that. There's, you always got to have somebody keeping an eye on, on a quarterback like that. Can you know Big Ten defenses uh, muster that? We'll see. Then George said uh, you had Purdue ranked too low. Just an FYI, mark it down. Also, George is saying he's gonna. Well, you know what? Why don't I switch Purdue and MSU in there? Would that make him feel better? Because <laughs> you know damn well. And, well, I think I just think the Big Ten's a little bit more competitive this year. And I think so. And, and well, not only that though, Derek came up with a good point. Maryland's used the transfer portal better than most of the others, and that's fact. And so, so did Michigan State. It's fact. Michigan State did the same thing, and and I think that's why they looked as good as they did. Again, those are my thoughts. Sure, not yours and not anybody else's or like that. But <laughs> right. you know, uh, you know, next week maybe I'll I'll dive into the SEC, mm -hmm. which um, which. I, you know, and I tell you right now. So I watched the I watched the uh, Georgia Clemson game. Wow. Um. Very. Wow. I shouldn't even say low scoring. It was pretty much no scoring. No, it, unreal. I mean, the only touchdown Georgia scored was on a pick six. So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I but mean, I tell you right now, you you watch Big Ten football, and you see that, and then you go watch the SEC and ACC mm -hmm. clash. Those games are so much faster. Sure. So much faster. I mean, they get the speed kids down in Florida and and down in that part of the the country where I mean that's what is dominated. It's the Deacon Dunk. It's almost like the roll running shoot. And, yeah, and you know they're successful at it. Whereas up here, you get those corn fed big hogs, and you, they play ground and pound football for the most part. Oh man, I'm gonna hey I'm gonna <laughs> hey I'm gonna mark this down right here. Well, first of all, I want to say what's up to Joe Swingle. Joe Swingle. Uh, him and I were exchanging uh, barbecue oh. photos over the weekend. Looks like the guy can uh, he can really throw down on the old uh, on the smoker. Pat, Coach Pat. Pat, Pat is, is wanting uh, a taste testing. He a, he wants a uh, he wants a blind a taste juggernaut. Testing. So he's got that. And then so George come out. George George comes out right away and says Purdue will win the West. Hey, it 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 could happen. It's a bold statement. It's yeah. And he said it's going to be. Is this? I think this is what he's going to say is going to be his. Um, his his Big Ten championship game. He's saying it's going to be Purdue versus uh, uh, MSU. Hey, hey, honey, you got that cornbread ready? Give me that cornbread. George Jackson needs some cornbread, some Spartan cornbread. Make it green. <laughs> now I'm now I'm actually in these comments right here. I'm I'm getting I'm getting dragged through the mud or whatever about uh, saying that uh, exchanging uh, photos of meats. <laughs> Uh, were you guys comparing your meat? Oh. But hey, since I got Pat and George on here right now, I would like to go back and say that uh, our hats are free and we don't <laughs> charge for them. And I'm talking to you guys. But yeah, so next week we're going to do an episode of the OC, so tune in for that one. So, And then uh, uh, here's another good one right here that came up. I got to scroll back up in the comments, whatever, but Ohio or Iowa versus Iowa State this weekend. We'll find out who's going to be the leader of that uh, that state. So, uh, off Big Ten news, which should have been Big Ten news, Cincinnati accepts a bid to the Big 12? T 
today? Why would they do that? I, Why? I, I don't know. You I thought for it. sure that uh, Cincinnati was uh, going to join the Big Ten. Y- you thought for sure, but I, they're going to accept a bid to the, uh, the Big 12, which was shocking. Shocking when I heard that. Yeah, man, I that would have better been good for the Big Ten. It would have been good for the Big Ten. Really good. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, what are we, what choices do they have? Big Twelve. Who? I mean, they're playing pretty good. So I think they would have been better off in the ACC. I was going to say ACC. Yeah. I think that, yeah, it would have been way better off in mm-hmm. the ACC. But all, all these teams moving, and it's just and this uh, alliance between the the ACC, Big Ten, and the Pac twelve. Um, it's still no really concrete news. What's going to, that's going to, what's going to happen. Are they going to, you know, to me, I think they should have interconference games, you know, have some, you know, if you say Clemson plays Ohio state, which Ohio state probably wouldn't want to play Clemson um, uh, off, off schedule or off conference, but um, there's potential there, but I, I think it's just a money grab and to keep, yeah. keep them relevant over the, the SEC, who's getting stronger after 2025. Yeah, Derek chimes in and says that the ACC is nothing. He says it's better for them to go to the 12. But, yeah, you know what, though? Wow. The Big 12, they're losing. Uh, they're using OU and uh, Texas. So I, the, is Cincinnati must not be in that. Uh, it's like the AA, whatever it is, for you know certain um, type of schools. That That's why I don't think Iowa State uh, is eligible either. So that's probably why. Cincinnati chose to not. Good point, George. Yeah, and not only that, though, yeah, George says, and he comes in there, a great point or whatever. Cincinnati can't join because of academic standards yeah. and stadium seating. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's true. I, I didn't think about that. It's, it's all about the Dineros, mm-hmm. the greenbacks. Yep, hence why Rutgers is in the Big Ten. Yeah, they get that. They get that. You mean you're talking about <sighs> the uh, uh, New Jersey uh, State University? Well, we'll see. We'll see. Greg Schiano brought them, you know, to the prominence before. Uh, can he do it again? Uh, who knows? Will he draw some of those um, relationships that he that he gained when he was at um, Ohio State as an assistant? Uh, who knows? Yeah. I mean, if that's the case, then you know that'll be good for the Big Ten. Yeah, the comments are going absolutely crazy right now. Derek comes in there and is as the alliances between the power conferences are going to kill the mid-major teams trying to build up. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know they're going to get all these alliances. It's all about. Yeah, it's all about it's who's going to make the most money. It's all about the college football playoffs. Now, when th- it comes down to it. Now, do you think that would play into the name, image, and likeness? Now, well, I think with players, I absolutely. I mean, it's a who's going to offer what? Yeah, and and you know, Michigan not allowing them to use the block M or things like that that could hurt Michigan, and schools like Michigan State, which. The news came out today. The the, uh, the one, the only Matt Ishbia of the UWM uh, will pay every single basketball and football player five hundred dollars a month for the next year. Every single one of them, including walk-ons. Is it is it five hundred dollars? You said five hundred. It's five hundred dollars a month. Okay, for a year. So, you know, put gas in the kids' tanks. And, Maybe get a couple of Gumby's pizzas up in East Lansing. <laughs> get, them, get them the cube of the bush lattes or the, you know, the dirty 30 of the natty. Natty daddy. Shout out to Bo. Hey, Bo. Tell you what. Hey, Bo. Hey, Bo. So, yeah, I mean, that obviously with this um, name and image likeness really 
taking off. Oh, man. Excuse hey. me, I had to sneeze. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm sure they heard you on my mic. Yeah, probably. But with the NIL just absolutely taking off, these players are already making millions. The the quarterback for Alabama, you know, damn near $2 million in endorsements before he took a snap. The the kid in Ohio State who just signed a a one point four million dollar deal to just to sign autographs. He's not even gonna. He's he should be a senior in high school. I mean, it's crazy. Um, well, not only that though, you got kids. I mean, I think we talked about this on other shows. We got we got kids that are opting out of their high school season. Yeah, that because, Quinn Evers. Yeah, because or, of, of the money aspect. He of it. he opted out because Texas is a state where, um. They do not endorse the NIL for high school players. There's like three or four states, and Texas is one of them. Hence, why he bailed out. So, um, now my question is, what did he do? Just go and take his GED really quick, or has he been working on graduating early? Because he's he's enrolled, and no, he's, he probably he he's he probably took his GED. Yeah, probably. Just, I mean, I would get out. I would say that would be that. So in other name, image, and likeness, our good friend over at Pro Sports, he was the first one in Michigan to have uh, autograph signings. Yeah, Johnny you Johnny Udeman. He had some autograph signings. He had Gabe Brown and Malik Hall from Michigan State come in and do autographs. And, it, I mean, I, my personal opinion, pay him. You know what? The, 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 the colleges, I mean, at one point I was like, well, they're getting an education. Yeah. But the more you look at it, and you see what really kind of brought it to light is you see like some of these kids, like when they go to the NCAA tournament and they get like a half eaten hard boiled egg, mm -hmm. a half a strip of bacon mm -hmm. and a, a piece of wheat toast. The NCAA really is a, it's a tyranny. It, 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 it should be overhauled 100%. What they do for, I mean, what they do for female athletics is, is atrocious, but what they did for the college players in, in, putting them in a bubble down there in Indianapolis uh, and what they were feeding them. It was just stupid. But um, I do like the fact that Johnny, U does this. I think you're going to start to see more players um, taking advantage of it. He, he got in early and I think he will benefit from it. But I think in general, college athletics is going to benefit the most because you're going to keep these big names in maybe an extra year, maybe an extra two years where they would, jump ship to make the big money you know what if they they're an all-american in their sophomore year you know they're going to stick around maybe go in for their junior you know because they have the ability to sign a big time deal and like quinn evers or whatever the hell his name is all he's doing is signing autographs for uh over a million dollars for three years i mean it, it's just it's crazy it's yeah, crazy and so here's here's one of the uh, we got on here in my opinion if high schooler opts out of his senior year and gets a scholarship the eligibility clock should start immediately they probably are not going to last a last two years in college anyways i agree because some of those guys will will depending on how well they perform everything like that will they'll get up and they'll bolt down and leave i agree with that one well he's not he's not playing i agree with this one too as well yeah. it says you you should have the right to promote your own likeness as just as the college has the right not to allow them to endorse logos so i agree 100 percent too. so is ncaa football coming back uh i i, I heard I rumors believe it, it is. was i believe it is uh you want to talk about an absolute uh winner if it does that game will be the biggest selling game in a long time you know it's funny you say that as the other day <clears throat> i was at saturday I went on Amazon to see if that was even an option to buy. 
for PlayStation. The last one was Denard. Yeah, but that was like on the cover. It was, it was like PS3. <laughs> so it was a couple PSs ago. Oh, geez. I like QB1's uh, <clears throat> comment there. Yeah, QB1, I'm selling. <laughs> QB1 getting on there. He's, <laughs> he's white, fat, and closer to the ARP than the NFL, but he's affordable. <laughs> I'll send you a hat. How does that sound? He can, he can, uh, he can rap about college football and uh, good rock and roll. So uh, I'll buy into that. So and to touch a little more on this name, image, and likeness uh, on the uh, Twitterverse, um, one of uh, one of one of our followers of the show, there was a picture he had, and it was a Ronnie Bell. Uh, he had just kind of made a thing saying, "I want to. Can we get this on a T-shirt?" Well, one of the companies that he must deal with saw it, made it into a shirt, and at, and he came out and said, he goes, I'll promote this like crazy if you if you will, um, if like the proceeds of it, whatever, go to Ronnie Bell, you know, for, you know, nil pretty much. Right. And um, they reached out to him and he was, he was like, cool. So uh, when I get the link or whatever, I'm going to put the link up on our Facebook page. If anybody, mm-hmm. I know George Jackson wants to buy probably about four or five yeah, because he's, he's a he's jump huge on Michigan supporter. Yep. Huge. He, he'll do whatever he has to do. He's just that guy. <laughs> oh, so did you catch the, uh, the quote that AJ Hinch said uh, yesterday pertaining to one Spencer Torkelson? Yeah, he said he's going to move him back to first base. He is uh, the first baseman of the future. And I think it's a smart move. I think it's a. I think it's a damn smart move. I think it's move. a very smart move. Um, it takes a lot of pressure off him, and he can focus more on his offensive ability. What do you mean takes? Well, here's the thing. Is, I think playing first base is, <clears throat> is a lot easier uh, than playing third base in major leagues. Yeah, but you know what, though? It's a lot harder to find a third baseman that can produce runs. Well, I mean, they have one right now. Now, and he's still, still fairly young. Yeah, and you you can keep him around for another, you know, three or four years. Yeah. So is that it for Miggy? Is that his days? If clearly he'll be he'll be a strictly a DH. Clearly, Torkelson's going to be on this team at the start of next year. No I, question about it. You know who else needs to be on this? And team? And Riley Green. Thank you, Riley Green. You know who else should be on this team? Dylan Dingler. Uh, well, is he? Oh, he's down in um, he's Toledo. down in Toledo. He's in so Toledo. They're, he's not. They the, promoted them all. Not they Dirk. promoted all three. Not Dirk Diggler. Dylan no, Dingler. Dylan yeah. Dingler. Not Diggler, um, but Dingler. Do you, and do you know where he went to school? <sighs> the hairless buck. Oh, did he? Yeah, okay. Buckeyes. He's a Buckeye. Yeah, so. George. George, how dumb is Jim Harbaugh for playing his wide receiver as a punt? Um. George, I can tell you right now. George, um, for you. We were sitting at old Hooker's Bar and Grill and having a conversation with a fellow OU fan who may or may not have had more fake teeth in his mouth than real teeth. But anyways, um, first quest, first thing I said to the guy was, why is your number one receiver fielding punts? And especially short field punts where, you know, more often than not, you're going to get leveled. Um, I thought that was another bad, bad decision, just like the, uh, what was it, the 2013 game when, um, hey, somebody fumbled the snap. That game oh, where he, he didn't, have he didn't pay, put anybody on the edges. 
Well, no, or he, he had guys. He had, on he the had edges. gunners out there. He yeah, didn't, when, he didn't when nobody was out there. Yeah, uh, uh, similar to that. But yeah, I agree with you, George. Stupid decision by Harbaugh. But hey, we're used to that around here. No, we're not moving Miggy back to third base, George. Oh no, no way, no way, no way. He'd be a pylon at third base. But yes, I do agree with you. I think all three of those guys. Um, I think you can build around Haas. You have a Haas be your starter going into next year, and Dingler him backing up. I like it. And then Jake Rogers is on Tommy John. Tommy John, he's going to be out for next year. And uh, that was, I think that uh, it's surgery day down today. Yep. Yep. So he, uh, there, you know, you put Badu, you have um, uh, Riley Green, and I think you go and re sign Grossman. I mean, that's a a pretty decent outfield there. And hit a dinger tonight. Yeah. So, I mean, I like the fact that. He came out to say that he's going to be the first baseman. I made a comment about two or three shows ago how I felt he should be the first baseman. And I remember you saying that, well, they said they were draft. They drafted him as a third baseman and they were sticking to it. So um, not really surprised. I think they I think they stuck with it until they were like, yeah, we can't we can't mess this kid up. No, he's been playing a majority at first base in Toledo, anyways. Yeah, he's he's hitting a home run basically almost every other game. He's he's the real deal. And yeah, and George is exactly right. Yeah, we'll see him next year, but we won't see him till May first. Oh, so they can keep that 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 service time. Yep. So they can keep that. Yep. Yeah, you're right. They did that to um, the Cubs. Did that to was it Chris Bryant when he was a rookie? A lot, Kyle, Kyle Schwarber, maybe yeah, too. A lot of a lot of teams will do that. It's smart. I hate, dude. I can't. I can't. I can't even keep up with all the stupid bullshit that they have about service time, keeping guys doing this, doing that. But if he's worthy of starting day, what you start him, and then you just work. If he's successful, two three years down the road, you start working on a long term deal, like like the Angels did with Trout. They wrapped him up before his contract was even done. Yeah, and and, and you know that's what they need to do with him. So. All right, what else we got tonight? Well, we're going to continue with our series on, I know a lot of people probably have already made their their uh, fantasy draft picks, but our top five, today's a twofer since we're running out of time. We're we're going to do We're running the, out of show time. Oh, we got plenty of time. We're going to talk about receivers and tight ends. Top five receivers. Starting with number five, DeAndre Hopkins, Arizona Cardinals. Five? Number five. I thought I'd probably have him up there a little higher. Mm, well, I mean, there's a lot of good receivers. A lot of good receivers okay. in the league. Um, I think with Kyler Murray, another season under his belt, I'm looking for him to have a big season. So um, definitely look for him to have big numbers. Number four, this this could be or could not be a good pick. I'm not sure. A.J. Brown of the Titans with Julio Jones now lining up on the other yeah. side of the field. Yeah, he could get more looks he's, now. He's going to get a lot more action that uh, that he normally wouldn't get uh, coming off an injury from last year. I think he's going to be ready in prime. Uh, number three, the speed freak out of Kansas City, Tyreek Hill. Who I mean, Hill could be in the top two. Um, he's just the fastest guy in the NFL. He knows to find the holes. He he has a knack of getting open, getting behind the defense. And with Mahomes having the ability to just keep plays going and going and going. Filling holes. Right. Um, 
All you got to do is just throw the ball up, and he's going to go and get it. So I'm looking for him to have a big year. Uh, number two, uh, probably one of the most underrated receivers in the NFL, Stephon Diggs of the Buffalo Bills. Um, yeah, he had, he had a good year last year. He had a huge year. Came off of being yeah. traded from the, the Vikings. Yep. Um, albeit it was a contract year, so it'll be interesting to see if he can replicate the stats that he had from last year. But Josh Allen also got re-upped, the long-term deal, and and they're the clear favorites to win the AFC East. So I'm looking for Steph Diggs to continue rolling. That's that's a really, really good football player. Um, Where do you see Kenny Galladay on this list? Uh, <laughs> I be, know the answer. That. Because he's playing for the Giants, uh, I'd, I'd say somewhere in the 10 to 15 range. Don't you think Danny Dimes is going to hit him? Danny Dimes is is garbage. Is, is very inconsistent. He looks like a he looks like a stud one game and then shits his pants, or he goes for a sixty five yard run and just falls, loses his, blows a tire at the fifteen. Shits his pants, kind of like Lamar Jackson. Exactly, okay. exactly, exactly. So, and then number one, no question, it's Devonte Adams of the the Packers. Um, I think him and Rogers are are going to team up just to put up absolute asinine numbers uh, Rogers is out to prove a point and clearly uh, Adams was not interested in signing a long-term deal with Green Bay I think he goes wherever Rogers goes um, they are a, a, a hell of a duo and they're it's they're gonna they're gonna absolutely pull away you're not getting no love here from Mr. Jackson on this yeah. one he's want to know no Justin Jefferson yeah, the only downfall to him is he's Not got in the top he's, five. He's got Kurt Cousins yeah. thrown in the ball. Exactly, exactly. Um, he's a. Bum. I think he's a top ten. I oh think, yeah, no, I think he absolutely is a top ten. Top. I mean, like I said, uh, the receiver position's loaded in the NFL, and that's the name of the game anymore. So, and now we move on to the tight end position, and this might be a little homer pick. Uh, number five, uh, TJ. Uh, Hippie Hawkinson. Yeah, TJ Hippie Hawkinson. You know me all too well. Um, I knew that was coming. He's got all the intangibles. He trained all offseason with uh, George Kittle. Yes, he did, which... <laughs> and they're going to be here Sunday? Yeah, week one. Week um, one? You want to go to the game? No. You got tickets? Good answer, because I'm not going either. <laughs> right in here. We're going to go right in here and watch the game here. Can I make a statement? Yeah. Two weeks. I have not had a beer. Two weeks. And and I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna it's gonna be a test Sunday watching a Lions game. It's gonna be a test. Mm -hmm. You know, because to see how well I can hold on. The Honolulu blue and silver tend to make people drink. So yes, de definitely uh kudos, shout out to Rich Jasper for uh his sobriety in the last two weeks. Very proud. Thank you. Very proud. I also haven't been around a whole lot either, so that helps. Uh, well, I started well before that. So anyway, number <laughs> so, four. So back to Hawkinson. If he can stay healthy, I think um, Jared Goff's really going to look to him as you know, kind of the go-to guy, and because their their receiver room is is very depleted. But anyways, moving on. Number four, Mark Andrews, uh, Baltimore Ravens. Um, doesn't have huge numbers. But he is—he's kind of an old school tight end. He can block. He's a big tight end. Um, and now that we uh, paying Lamar Jackson has uh, to kind of find his rhythm as a pocket passer, um, I think he's going to look to Andrews quite a bit more often 
so it can get a little bit of confidence built up. So uh, number four, Mark Andrews. Number three, and and this was a tough one. This, I mean, he could be he could be the best. He, he but I figured number three is 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 Darren Waller of the Oakland Raiders. This guy is fast. He's got great hands. Um, he's got the speed of a receiver. You can line him up anywhere on the field. Um, and 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 Carr is going to need him to be huge in yeah. order to continue his season because his leash is short with old um, Chucky down there in Oakland. Uh, Chucky. John Gruden. So number two, who who did work out with Hippie Hawkinson, George Kittle. Um, he is he is a, a fascinating tight end who will lay you out. He will run a route, and he's got great hands. Um, I think the fact that San Francisco is going to use two quarterbacks clearly. Um, I don't think uh, Shanahan sold on Garoppolo 100%, and I think he really really likes Trey Lance. They drafted him. They moved up for they moved him. up to get him. Uh, for him to not not play in, in his first year. So I'm looking for for Kittles to kind of be that safety blanket for, for both of those quarterbacks. Can I announce number one? I don't have to look at the list. I don't no, have to me. No. Can I announce number one? He, he's just shaved his beard recently. Mark Bavaro? That is not true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he's alive anymore. <laughs> oh. Number one, Travis Kelsey. Oh, the yeah. Chiefs. I mean, there isn't anything this guy can't do. Um, now, I, I got friends of mine that I work with. They have uh, like a, it's like a keeper fan. It's a dynasty league. Yeah. What they have, they can keep three players each mm -hmm. year. And when you get that player, when you draft a player, he's on your roster for three years, but sure. you can only keep three players. Oh, okay. He went, he, the first overall was Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Wow. Went first overall. Well, I think, but the guy had some key. He already had stud running back, stud oh, okay. wide receiver. So stud. He, he had his, yeah. His so he had, runner. he had everything all. And he's like, he had the first pick. He traded up to because the Kelsey. guy in the first spot needed picks. So okay. he drafted. Oh. So it's like a big, Kelsey's huge... going to get his catches. He is. He's going to get his yards. Is. I mean, there's no question about it. So we got a couple things on here. Uh, Ernst or Gronk from George. We got uh, no love for Pitts. Pitts is Pitts has got to show himself. Pitts is a top he will, 10, but he's got to show yeah, himself. I want to I want to see him first. Um, I think he's got all the intangibles to be, you know, a lot like Darren Waller. He's built like Darren Waller, so um, and I think he'll get a lot of production at Atlanta. I, a lot of the the lists I looked at had him in the top top five. Um, I, I look for Zach Ertz to have a big season. He kind of came out and said he's putting, you know, his opinions of the Eagles in the past. And and so I'm looking for him to have a big season. Uh, Gronk, I, I the mean, reason I, why he's doing that, because he doesn't want batteries thrown at him <laughs> on Christmas Day. Get thrown in the jail down there. Uh, I think Gronkowski is going to be OK, but for an entire season. I mean, just like last year, I think he came on late. Um he he'll have an all right year. I don't think he's going to have um, a lot of production. He doesn't need to have a lot of production because that team is overloaded. So um, probably top ten for sure. I mean, I mean, over the years he's taken a lot of, of abuse, but the guys in the top five, without the exception of, of Mark Andrews, they're they're kind of freaks at their position. You know, not to say Mark Andrews isn't, but he's more of a prototypical tight end. So gotcha. Uh, moving on to our. What, what, what? This is a shout out to uh, what, what, what? our good buddy George Jackson. 
You see, Evander Holyfield is fighting this weekend. Yeah, what the? F- also, what the T- fuck is- Tito Ortiz and Anderson Silva are fighting. They're not MMA. They're boxing. Wait, so hold on. So Tito Ortiz was supposed to fight Vitor Belfort, right? No, Vitor Belfort was supposed to fight. I don't know. This is not sure. Christ. Evander Holyfield. Yes. 58-year-old. He's fighting against... Uh, Dude, who fucking comes up with these promotions? Well, it's Triller. Yeah, well... It's Triller, who's uh, infamous for the Jake and Logan Paul bullshit-ass fights. Uh, 50 bucks will get you... This fight, pay-per-view, Saturday night. And who is going to be doing the ringside play-by-play? Kanye West. You want to take another guess? Uh, give me a, Give me a subject of where this person's famous from. Um, the Swamp. Um, let's see here. He's... Uh, um, Infamous uh, womanizer. Um, let's see here. Uh, what else is he known for? Oh, um, uh, destroying, uh, bankrupting casinos, amongst other things. The one, the only, Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen. Are you fucking serious? I am not kidding. It's Donald Trump and his band of of nitwits his son um doing the play by play aside of Jim Lampley so they have one form of a legitimacy uh in the fight card this weekend so yes Donald Trump will be ringside September 11th I might add so are you for real I am for real 100% Don Trump and his boy Don Jr. are going to be ringside. <laughs> I think I think honestly for the first time <laughs> in in my life I don't know what to say. I I don't. I don't. I saw that and uh immediately thought, what? well, you know what though we could probably go to George Jackson's house and watch it because he oh, would pay fifty there's, bucks for there's it. No question. I think I think Melania kicked him out of Mar-a-Lago. Did you hear about? Oh, did you hear about that? Oh, am I? Did you hear about that? Oh boy! I don't like to talk politics, but she's like, uh, oh, Donald. Donald, I, I do not want to be first lady again. You go and bring one of your whore hookers and be first lady. I do not want to be in White House. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> we'll just keep going on for that. So, yes. I don't want to get in. So, that's who's doing it. Donald huh? Trump and Donald Trump Jr. Actually, they're going to have like... um, um. So, Ooh. one... Now, one, is Ivanka going to be the ring girl by any chance? Uh, Ivanka could be, yeah. It, it's going to be at the... Uh, um, oh, the... One of the hard... I think it's the Hard Rock Hotel or something anyways. So, um, so they're going to have one... One feed is going to be Jim Lampley and then whatever. And then this will be the other feed. So, yeah. I I, I don't know... What on God's green earth? Either side is thinking. <laughs> You've seen the movie Forrest Gump, haven't you? 
No, just answer the question. No, we're not going to talk about your picture. We're not going to talk about it. Well, you've seen the movie Forrest Gump. Several times. Okay. So this is what's going to happen. I met Forrest Gump, by the way. Hey, so this is what's going to happen. You ready? So they're going to they're gonna be they're gonna be ringside announcing. And you know how Forrest Gump goes up there and talks to everybody at the Lincoln Monument, and that person comes and pulls all the wires out? Oh, yeah. Don Jr. is going to go to Lampley's side, and he's going to pull all the wires oh. out. Yeah. So they automatically have to go over to... Trump's yep. side. Yep, they might. And everybody's got to listen to that. Yeah, that, that that's going to be funny. That is one broadcast I will not be taking part in. All right, all right. So, what else we got? Well, I think that's going to be about it for today. Oh, okay. Um, look forward to Sunday, uh, maybe around 11 or so. We're going to go live. We're going to preview uh, week one of the NFL. We are? Yes, we, we talked about this. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, give a give a breakdown of uh, what we can expect down at the old um, Billy Bowl with the Lions and 49ers. And um, yeah, Billy Bowl. we're going to also recap a little bit of the uh, Saturday's college football action. So uh, until then, peace out. We'll see you guys Sunday. Thank you for listening to another episode of Easy Speak at Speak Easy 330. You can catch us every week at ilogicmedia.com, Apple, and Spotify. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at EasySpeakCast for the latest and up-to-date news. Cheers. Really, the Billy Bull? Donald Trump doing boxing? You didn't see that? What the hell is this world coming to? Oh, and we're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> see ya.